Welcome to the Mass Device Fast Five MedTech News Podcast, the show that keeps you up to date on the latest breakthroughs in medical technology with the top five news stories to get your day started. I'm your host, Danielle Kirsch, and today I'm joined by my co-host, Sean Hooley. And we are back for a new episode, the first one of the new year. And we have some rather large acquisition news to start the day. So, Sean, can you tell us a little bit about what we will be discussing yeah, today we'll discuss FDA clearance for next-gen handheld ultrasound technology, CE Mark for Medtronic's updated insulin pump technology, another CGM integration for Tandem Diabetes Care's insulin pump, an interesting strategic shift at Levanova, and another big acquisition at Boston Scientific. What's the first bit of news that we should know for today? The FDA cleared the next-generation handheld ultrasound device from Butterfly Network. Butterfly Network has made some interesting plays across multiple disciplines recently, but this is really the company's bread and butter is these handheld ultrasound systems. What is that handheld ultrasound system? The IQ3, which is the third iteration of the company's handheld ultrasound platform, comes with a brand new ergonomic design and provides double the data processing speed compared to previous generations. It also optimizes image resolution, sensitivity, and penetration, and enables faster 3D capabilities to power novel automated image capture modes called IQ Slice and IQ Fan. And so you mentioned some of the company's developments in the past two years. What are some of those recent developments? Well, in October, the company announced that it was making a move into brain-computer interfaces through a deal with Forrest Neurotech. And last month, the company partnered with Mandera to commercialize a new surgical robotic system using ultrasound on chip technology. So while, as I said, this handheld ultrasound system is the bread and butter, the company is using its ultrasound technology in other disciplines and really branching out across medtech. And handheld ultrasound technology sounds like it could be a turning point for diagnostics in many different applications and even regions of the world. What do executives think about the future of this technology? Joseph DeVivo, Butterfly Network's president, CEO, and chair, says that Butterfly IQ is the turning point for digital ultrasound and said the new digital capabilities are designed to make ultrasound more accessible and approachable than ever before. Now let's jump into some of that diabetes news that we have. Yeah, Medtronic won CE Mark for its MiniMed 780G with Simplera Sync disposable all-in-one CGM. So Medtronic's made a lot of progress with this next-gen CGM technology recently, and this is another big step forward for the company. And what is that Simplera Sync? Simplera Sync is a disposable, all-in-one continuous glucose monitor that eliminates the need for finger sticks and overtape. It's got an improved user experience at half the size of previous Medtronic sensors and a simple two-step insertion process. It's actually really similar to the Simplera CGM that we covered a few months ago when the company won CE Mark for that CGM used with the InPen insulin pen technology. It rolled it out last fall. So it's just another iteration of the next-gen CGM technology at Medtronic. What does the integration with the MiniMed mean for people with diabetes? Well, according to Q Delara, the EVP and president of Medtronic Diabetes, MiniMed 780G is the most widely used automated insulin delivery system in Europe. So by introducing the Simplera Sync sensor, Medtronic is able to offer the proven benefits of MiniMed 780G with the newest and most comfortable sensor that can be applied in under 10 seconds. What are Medtronic's plans for launching this system? 
Medtronic plans to make MiniMed 780G with some Claris Sync available in Europe through a limited release in the spring of 2024, and then expects a phased commercial launch in the coming summer. So for now, it's going to be a slow launch, I suppose, in Europe, and the current indication covers ages 7 and up with compatibility with both iOS and Android devices. What other diabetes news do we have? Abbott integrated its Freestyle Libre 2 Plus into Tandem's automated insulin pump. We've had quite a bit of insulin pump integration news lately, but this is a massive development for one of the most popular CGMs out there. So it's a massive development. What does this news mean for people living with diabetes and using these technologies? Well, it's just another option for people who want to use automated insulin delivery with their preferred CGM technology. It's the first automated insulin delivery system to integrate with this Abbott Freestyle Libre Plus technology. So those who prefer Abbott CGM now have more choices in terms of how they want to manage their diabetes. Like I said before, we've recently seen some integration news. Tandem and Beta Bionics worked with Dexcom's newest CGM. So it's just giving patients more options from a consumer point of view. Tell us more about the Abbott CGM technology and its integration with Tandem's pump. Yeah, so it's sort of a built on the well-known Freestyle Libre 2 platform, but it's the Freestyle Libre 2 Plus, which was cleared in March of last year for continuous glucose monitoring with automated insulin delivery. The FDA cleared it, as I said, in March. And for the first time, users of this leading CGM sensor can utilize the hybrid closed-loop system to manage their diabetes. So Tandem's system connects wirelessly to Freestyle Libre 2 Plus. The sensor sends automatic glucose readings every minute to the pump, and users can see their minute-to-minute data on the pump and accompanying T-Connect mobile app from Tandem. And the company's control IQ technology predicts glucose levels every 30 seconds into the future and automatically adjusts insulin every five minutes based on the CGM readings that it receives. And now let's jump into some of the business news that we have. Yeah, Levanova is set to wind down its advanced circulatory support or ACS unit and focus on cardiopulmonary and neuromodulation. This business unit doesn't play a huge role in the company's overall revenue structure, so seems like a smart narrowing of focus and certainly something we've seen quite a bit of, I'd say, in medtech. Why is the company winding down this business unit? Well, it's part of an effort to focus the company's core cardiopulmonary or CP and neuromodulation units. ACS only generated approximately 4% of Levanova's net revenue for the nine months ended September 30th of last year. So you can sort of see why the company took this action. It's not as if it's cutting out a unit that produces half of its sales or anything like that. What's going to happen to the devices that are currently in that unit? Levanova is going to retain all ACS standalone cannula products and related accessories, including the Protect Duo, Transeptal Arterial and Venous Cannula, and corresponding insertion kits. The company plans to transition those into its cardiopulmonary business unit portfolio during the first quarter of 2024. However, there are some ACS product lines, including LifeSpark and Hemolung, which will have their operations and services discontinued by the end of the year. Obviously, this kind of news can cause some worry in some people. So what did executives have to say? Yeah, it's definitely something that can cause concern. I will say investors actually reacted positively. I know right before we began recording, uh, this is close to the end of the day on Monday, the stock was actually up 5%. So evidently, investors are reacting positively to this news. 
Internally, William Cozy, the interim CEO and board chair, said that after careful consideration, the company determined that exiting ACS and focusing resources on CP and neuromodulation creates greater innovation opportunities for customers, patients, and shareholders. And now our final story, let's talk about that large acquisition that we got. Yeah, Boston Scientific is set to acquire Axonics for $3.7 billion. So Boston Scientific's been one of the more active companies in M&A recently, and here's a huge urology play from the company. What are the financial details of this deal? So Boston Scientific priced the acquisition at $71 in cash per share, amounting to an equity value of about $3.7 billion and an enterprise value of approximately $3.4 billion. What technology does Axonics bring to Boston Scientific and how does it play into Boston Scientific's bigger strategy? So Axonics develops neuromodulation systems for treating urinary and bowel dysfunction, including the R20 rechargeable system and F15 recharge-free system. This technology delivers mild electrical pulses to the sacral nerve, restoring communication between the brain and bladder. The company also offers the Bulkamid urethral bulking agent for stress urinary incontinence symptoms. So as I touched on before, Boston Scientific is really active in M&A, which is something Mike Mahoney actually touched on at length at the company's investor day in September. And he said it's a big focus area and some of the buys they've made have been bigger than others. And this one is obviously valued very high, but it's probably the most established technology the company has acquired in this recent stretch. So definitely falls under their strategy of making big plays in mergers and acquisitions. So we're talking about a multi-billion dollar deal. What is the analyst's point of view? BTIG analysts Marie Tibalt and Sam Iber say that the sacral neuromodulation market remains significantly underpenetrated. And they say Medtronic has a current hold on the market Axonics is trying to break into. Axonics claims approximately 27% of that share, according to the company itself. And they think the portfolio will serve as a nice adjacency for Boston Scientific's urology business, given its high growth profile in an underpenetrated market and Boston Scientific's subsegment in pelvic floor disorders. That was the final story that we had for today. Thank you, Sean, for bringing us all the news and covering all the news on Mass Device. My pleasure. As always, read more on the Mass Device website and check out the show notes at massdevice.com slash podcast. Connect with us online. I'm on LinkedIn at Danielle Kirsch, K-I-R-S-H. Where can they find you, Sean? You can find me on LinkedIn, Sean, S-E-A-N, Hooley, W-H-O-O-L-E-Y. Subscribe to the Mass Device Fast Five wherever you listen to podcasts and share this episode. Join us tomorrow for your daily MedTech News Roundup. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.